since this is the last episode of cut the clutter for 2022 let us let us do a little bit of decluttering around what else but cut the clutter so how many have we had this year in 2022 we had 241 episodes of cut the clutter now if you take out two days of the weekend when we don't do it right so 52 into 2 104 if you take it out that shows that we did a cut the clutter episode almost every day of the year we might have missed it for a day or two maybe when i was away traveling particularly if i was away traveling overseas although we still try and find some way some way of doing it i have also learned the diy stuff do it yourself stuff reasonably well not too well there are many glitches when i set up the camera and speak in front of it myself with nobody to help me or nobody watching the camera but we try so 241 in a year what these 241 episodes for this year for 2022 also do is give us an insight into what was happening with the news environment of the year so you see how does this 241 break up 107 of these if i asked you what do you think was the subject that dominated 2022 cut the clutter episodes chances are that instinctively instinctively most of us would say obviously national politics the surprise there is 107 out of 241 that is 45% right almost 1 in 2 45% of all episodes this year were about international issues that told you something about our news environment that also tells me something about what all of you want because all of you this tells me are globalized citizens you want to know what's happening in the world you are curious you also want it from an indian voice and you also want it from an indian perspective so that's a great learning of course mr putin helped us this year by invading ukraine so that became the biggest international story of the year and i will come to that in just a minute so 107 out of 241 on international relations and again and again almost 40% on national politics so 92 on national politics international affairs which is mainly international politics and strategic affairs that beat national politics also 107 to 92 then comes the economy a distant third right a distant third with 18 and then we come to crimes etc there were five of them uh, profiles history there were events that we recalled including charles sobraj rights you can call it profile you can call it history i know some of you thought that maybe that wasn't quite fitting a choice of subject for cut the clutter but occasionally i am allowed storytelling also so that is nine of them two on sports i would say but at a half on sports one in the passing uh, the one we did yesterday that was on how this was such a bad year for indian indian cricket there was another one in which at least half of the episode talked about cricket there was one about science and a big change from 2020 22 only three about health so health is a very important subject but i do wish and hope that we will talk about when we talk about health we will talk about positive things developments science new research new treatments etc 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 and not so much about this wretched virus which you know every time you think it's gone it makes a comeback so once again hoping that 2023 the virus that does not succeed in making its china to india journey once again now if we did 241 this year 
there also has to be a ranking. So, if I did a ranking of all of the 241, that will be too cumbersome and cluttered. So, let me give you the top 10 and that also gives you an idea of what all of us are thinking, what all of you are thinking, what all of us are thinking and what I should always keep in mind while planning a fresh episode of Cut the Clutter. So, our top watch for this year, that is top of the top 10, the most watched episode was a very recent one. That was 11.32. What you are watching just now is 11.44. So, 11.32, just two weeks back, the episode that we then published has been our top watched episode of the year. And because it's so recent, chances are it's continuing to be watched and it will grow in numbers. That is the episode on how Modi government is shifting the emphasis of national politics in many ways from welfareism, from distribution to heavy infrastructure building and how they are completing 10 UPA era projects, projects that UPA thought about and planned but Modi government is now completing. They are the ones who are inaugurating. All these projects have got stalled on one count on the other from ranging from environmental concerns to land acquisition concerns to agitations to, to financial issues to contractual issues, to litigation, etc., etc. Modi government has been able to cut through that clutter and finish this project. Remember the Rang Barse song from Amitabh Bachchan's Silsila Khai Gori Ka Ya Balam Tarse Rang Barse. Little bit of that happened. That UPA planned these projects. They conjured up these projects, ideas. They did a lot of the planning, etc., etc. These got stalled. Modi government has completed them. Good for India. Uh, if they were completed earlier, it would have been better for India. But these are now being completed. So, good for India. So, we at the print look at news as it is. We do not come at news with any predilection or what in Hindi is called, which Hindi Hindi, we don't believe that news should be what we want it to be. If this was a bad year for Indian cricket, we cannot make it a good year by either, either telling a lie to you, we will never do that, or not telling the truth. So, you must speak the truth. So, in this, in this case, Modi government has completed projects that UPA had started but left unfinished. So, we talked about these in some detail in episode 1132, two weeks back, and looks like that this is the one that you liked most of all. Now, after that, you see the list, how interesting it is. Number two, three, four. Number two, three, four in the year all have to do with Russia and Putin in some way. So, number two is sanctions and fortress Russia. How has Putin made his biggest blunder? Has Putin made the dictator's last blunder? Has he done something really brilliant? So, that is one. That gets the second ranking this year because Putin's invasion of Ukraine was the biggest news event of the year. It's a continuing news event, although there may be some boredom with it. But you know what? This is a war. It's a long-lasting war. It will go up and down. Once again, you can't help it. That's the nature of the beast. That's how, that's how warfare is. Once again, battles will pick up in some area. Awful things will happen and this will be back in our headlines and top of the mind. So, number two this year, sanctions and fortress Russia. Has Putin made his master move or is it a dictator's last blunder? Number three, NATO expansion and why does it upset Putin so much, right? The idea of bringing new countries into NATO, Sweden, Finland and maybe going ahead, Georgia, Ukraine's demand, all of that. What does it mean? What is NATO? Now, just a year earlier, if I had spoken about what is NATO, how do you get the membership of NATO, 
with the greatest research chances are very few would have watched it they would have thought this is one of those kunji shows of our upsc preparation with no reference to context but now there was context because europe is now in many ways the strategic heartland of the entire world so the strategic heart of global geopolitics is today located once again in europe probably for the first time since 1945 and that's a big change and looks like you liked it very much so we are making a note of that again number 4 if third was nato expansion and what is nato expansion and why does it anger putin the fourth is silent rise of russia's power under putin now russia until about 10 years back was seen as a power a tired old power that was dead in the water bad economy all indicators were bad putin turned around the economy turned around the larger economic indicators fiscal indicators built a foreign exchange reserve and that's why he was able to launch this war now it's costing him a lot this war and we don't believe obviously that the war is a good idea uh, just as our prime minister also told putin this is not the era of war and this is a blunder in his on his part but the fact is that this episode talked about how he's been able to afford this war so far then next bangladesh goes to the imf and comparisons between sri lanka and pakistan the economic uh, decline or the economic meltdown in sri lanka and pakistan and what's happening in bangladesh in contrast so bangladesh went to imf to take to borrow 4.5 billion dollars of money now was it a bailout as we said in that episode of cut the clutter there are bailouts and bailouts and bailouts so what the bangladeshis have done they are nowhere near in as bad a situation as say pakistan and definitely not as bad as sri lanka but what they they are doing is they are acting proactively because it's been a tough period for them a lot of their economy is export driven particularly garments and things and the global markets have been down especially in europe america etc western markets where they sell a lot from where they get a lot of orders so they are concerned about that and they were taking preemptive action so that was number 5 number 6 number 6 common factors in the pakistani and sri lankan economic collapse i'm sure you remember that quite well and we said both of these are examples of strongman politics of economics being run by strongman politicians who don't respect the principles of economics economics is a science like math so if you if you defy its principles you can do it but there will be consequences you can't say that i am such a powerful leader that it doesn't matter see what's happening in erdogan's turkey he's doing his own stuff with his with his monetary policy because he doesn't believe that central bankers should have any power to set anything so as his inflation is going up he's cutting his interest rates usually the opposite happens there is an inverse relationship between interest rates and inflation he is saying doesn't matter i am i am i am erdogan right i am the sultan of all i survey so i will do it so you can do those things strongmen have done those two things but those have consequences as we saw in the complete collapse of sri lanka's economy and near collapse in the case of pakistan which actually lives sort of on da- daily wages uh, in the sense of collecting some loan from here some loan from there some write off some bailout either from imf or saudi arabia or uae or mostly china etc etc so that was a much seen episode that was number 6 so 2 3 4 5 6 all on international 
Number seven, again, you might say domestic, I will still call it international because that is when that controversy had arisen over some comments about the Holy Prophet by some people connected with the BJP and that is when a lot of sharp reaction had come from Gulf countries including at the topmost levels, at the level of the ruling families in the Gulf countries and Modi government acted with great alacrity. They removed both the spokespersons who had supposedly said those things. And then a lot of repair work was done. Number eight, finally, finally number eight. After the first, first was Modi government and UPA era infrastructure projects. Two, three, four, five, six, seven were international. At number eight, huffing and puffing, national politics makes a comeback. So at number eight, we have seven messages from assembly elections. This is after UP elections. So seven messages from assembly elections, especially lessons for Modi, Narendra Modi, Yogi Adityanath, Arvind Kejriwal and Mayavati. That was watched a lot. But you know what? That movie is still going on because coming here, we'll again see very key states going to the elections. I will mention some to you as I keep doing. Karnataka, Telangana, Chhattisgarh, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh. These five states are going to the polls this year and that will be like the semi-final before the big final of next. Now you know what, as in sport, so in politics. Just because somebody wins a semi-final doesn't mean that that somebody is going to win the final as well because that will be a whole new game. But then this will show us who has the momentum. That's why I keep a lookout on how we track these in the coming year as well. This was our number eight. Seven messages from assembly elections for Modi, Yogi, Kejriwal, Mayabati. Number nine. Number nine, once again, domestic politics. Thank you. This is when the BJP got Shinde to leave Shiv Sena along with a bunch of MLAs with the claim that his is the real Shiv Sena and in the process drive the original Shiv Sena out of power in Maharashtra. So Shiv Sena, NCP, Congress or what is called MBA, Maharashtra Vikas Agadi, they were thrown out of power, the BJP came in and we talked about how, how Narendra Modi and Amit Shah are unrolling, are unveiling their grand strategy in Maharashtra. And at number 10, once again we came to international affairs, although it's a combination of international affairs and economics. That is again about Pakistan's economy and this is where we drew 10 lessons on what has gone wrong with Pakistan's economy and how to fix it from a very noted Pakistani economist because he had put out a series of tweets and we also had the recordings of a couple of his lectures and other writings and from those we constructed this picture or this analysis for you on why Pakistan's economy is so broken and what can be done to fix it. So thank you Atif Mia, you are a great economist. We also borrowed wisdom from you to do this. So this is our list of top 10. I'm giving you links of all these 10 with the description of this episode. You can also go to our YouTube page and look at our entire playlist. Please do that. And while you do that, remember, remember there is something called membership on YouTube. Membership on YouTube means that once you become a member, there is a badge to your name. You write to us. We respond to what you are saying. Whoever you write to. If it's my video, I will respond to you. If it's DK Singh, Praveen Swami, Snehesh Alex, Phillipses, uh, Sandhya Ramesh, Apurva Mandhani, anybody, any of us, when we do these videos, if you write, uh, write to us, we respond to you. We also give you a lot of premium content, including behind the scenes products. 
also chance to interact with the reporters when they are in the field and there are more benefits coming up so please do take a membership on our youtube channel this is of great benefit to you and definitely it's a great benefit to us as well on which note i shall say a wonderful new year to you celebrate the new year's eve hard but not too hard although i must say there is some justice because sunday follows the new year's eve but still there is a new year to look forward to i personally and on behalf of our entire wonderful team at the print newsroom wish you and your family a marvelous marvelous 2023 and you know what this is not a perfect world but you can always express a wish so i do wish we are not talking so much about wars and pandemics and economic collapses and stuff like that because good news also gives us very interesting things to talk about oh.